KINY, where you don't miss a thing. Time once again for Capital Chat, and we are talking cross country today. And I have Mary Elfson in, in the studio with me. She is your JDHS cross country track head coach. I have Zach Purcell. He's an assistant coach, and I have Gustahin in here as well. He is an assistant coach, and hopefully, I didn't butcher that too much. I want to welcome all of you to the studio today. It's track season and beautiful weather outside. Or it's cross country season, my bad, and beautiful weather outside because there is a big difference there. Yeah, there is. <laughs> yes, there is. Okay, so I got to ask right away, how's the team looking? What are the numbers looking like? Because I was so excited to hear the Thunder Mountain numbers. Our numbers are um, pretty high here. I think we have, as of yesterday, 77 athletes. And, uh, you know, we're the fourth week in our season right now. So we're uh, booking along here. We've... We've uh, had a big last week. Half the, the squad was up in the Yukon on a retreat, camping and running and setting goals and staying up all night, connecting in ways I don't really know about. <laughs> and the other half uh, was here um, doing the same thing. Um, we have a, a large team, so we have a pretty amazing squad of assistants, of which Zach and Ushtahin are part of. And so uh, the team's looking good. There's a lot of surprises coming from us, and there's a lot of surprises that, that they're throwing back at us. So Now, I'm no mathematician, but if I'm adding up the numbers that the Thunder Mountain coach told me and you're telling me, that would be over 130 athletes from both schools that are doing cross-country this year. That is quite impressive. I lay it out like that. What are the thoughts going through your head? Well... I'm going to hand it over to these guys, but thoughts going through my you head. Because you guys were yeah. runners here. Yep. So yep. hearing that and hearing yep. how much it has grown, what does that mean to you? Well, yeah, I think it says something about the uh, culture and the excitement that these coaches have built. I mean, Mary Ellison here, how many years have you been coaching? Well, that was my 22nd. I didn't want to ask her. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> Actually, I was saving that for the end because I know you've yeah. been doing this a long time, Mary. I've interviewed you multiple times now about this. So, no, that's a crazy thing about it. over 130 athletes doing cross country in this town. I grew up in a small town. We would never get numbers like that for a cross country team ever. So to have that here, running is definitely a passion and you're starting to see that. And you see that emulated through your coaches and the programs you build. And Mary, congratulations to you and the Thunder Mountain coaches as well. Well, it's really a good on you, Juno, because this is a running community. It this really community is. has a running legacy. I mean, even tomorrow, we have our first meet on the psych invite at Sandy Beach. But at the same time, Beat the Odds is going. I mean, I'm going to bet there's a thousand people running in this community tomorrow. So, um, but with the, with the teenagers um, coming, it's just super exciting. And it sends new challenges. And how can we connect, support, and help push the bar for all those individual athletes so that together we can be a stronger, healthier culture? And that's one thing I love. It's a culture. You're creating a culture here, and that's what you want to do. And that's what you want to do with your program, too, because that's how you build and how you grow. And you're doing that, Mary. It is so cool to see. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> let's let's talk about the meet coming up. Who's it against? Who do we got, assistants? Who, do, who, do we, who, who are we racing against? We are racing against... I'll take it, and then they can go. Thunder Mountain. We'll come back to that. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> Crosstown rivals. We're Gusta Heaton technically used to race, but now he's an assistant coach over at the other place. Hey, <laughs> we'll single in there here in two minutes. Yes. yes. Uh, we, we, uh, our peers are all racing up north and starting this week or the week before, so it's pretty exciting for us to have the psych invite. We will have Thunder Mountain. We will have folks from Haynes and folks from Peter Petersburg joining okay, us. Okay, always good when we can get the region here, too. Yep, yep. so uh, that's, that's our start. We will start with an open race for any athlete um, who may not have 10 practices in and for our community that's at 9:45, um, and then girls at 10:30, and guys at 11 lay out your assistant coaches for me you said you have 10 of them is that correct 
We do. Well, I guess when you have that many athletes, you need 10 assistant coaches to kind of keep them all corralled, right? So there's just a lot of interesting things that are happening. Then I'm going to shut up and let my assistants talk. Um, Soren Thompson joins us this year. He, oh, okay. uh, he ran with us a few years ago. Jen Shelton, um, who um, is an amazing uh, trail runner. If anyone's read Born to Run, she's kind of the crazy Looney in there who did an amazing job and uh, <laughs> but she's just great she's here with her 16 month old son which we love having generations out of practice Jeff Rose is with us and Jordan Tangway she's a Nordic coach Abby John um, Abby and Zach were both the um, Juno Ridge Run winners this year and record holders um, oh who am I for Jesse Stringer track coach. Oh, yeah, yeah. We know Jesse, friend of the show. Uh, these two. And then uh, Henry Colt, also a Nordic coach, just came up back with us from the Yukon. I think that's all right now. Zach, I got to ask you a question. Because you have all of those accolades under your belt, do you see your kids kind of emulating that through you where they're like, holy cow, look at our coach doing this. I'm going to use that as motivation. I think sometimes, but also I think a lot of kids on the team also have no idea. Uh, <laughs> I think to some of them, I'm just a person who's there. Uh, which is almost like just as good, you know, uh, just showing up at practice every day and uh, sort of trying to like get across and just like be the person, the kind of role model who I would have wanted to see back in those days, uh, I think is a pretty impactful thing. I think it goes a long way. So yeah, I think to some of them who are really motivated, they kind of understand, uh, I don't know what winning the Juno Ridge race takes, but for other people just being out there, being excited, that's good too. Well, and just being a good example too, I think is a big part of that. And you, and you guys are younger coaches too. So you're learning as you go along. So this obviously has to be a big position for you. And I guess, what are you learning or what are you most excited about doing this position? And, you know, excited about, or what are you most excited for going into the season with this position, both of you two? Um, something I'm excited about is getting to connect with all these athletes, which is part of why we need so many assistant coaches is I feel like Mary and Tristan are known for just creating a really well-connected and um, healthy like community in their team and I was really privileged and honored to be a part of that so far like it's amazing to see how far these athletes have come both like in their running but also individually and in their um, friendships in the first like four weeks they've just taken massive leaps and bounds and it's amazing to see yeah, no, that, that's really special as an assistant coach. And as you continue through your coaching career, that's just going to keep growing and you're going to learn so much. And you got a good teacher over there, too, with Mary. You've been doing this for a while, so. <laughs> I don't know about that. Oh, man. Yeah. Quit being so humble. Well, I, I think it's, it was pretty funny this week. We started with, uh, uh, we have on our team, because we are so large, we have squads. So Explain to me example, how that works. Actually, I'm going to have Zach explain because he actually took it over last year and can explain it. And then we're going to talk about our first squad event this week, which was, I don't know if you've ever done a popsicle relay. But. <laughs> I have no idea what that even is. I, I, used, I, used, to do, I used to do Fat Man relays when I was in a track thing. where we, instead of handing off a baton, we would do a 400-meter relay and hand off a discus instead. But then yeah. we just called the Fat Man relay. It's a great idea Similar. for next yeah, yeah, time. Yeah, that's great. A popsicle and a disc. Yeah, 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 that's what we used to do all the time. Well, okay, the squads. So this is kind of a, a thing that started during the like COVID years, like, we were not able to travel all of a sudden. It's just us. We got this big, huge team. And we're thinking like, gosh, how do we keep up this uh, spirit of competition? How do we keep people like enthusiastic and engaged? So we kind of just created this little inter-team competition within ourselves. So making up these little like kind of evenly 
randomly distributed teams within our team we would just pit them against each other in all kinds of like fun and crazy challenges <laughs> in addition to having these uh uh cross-country races in town uh against ourselves just injected a little bit of extra competition into the team and now we're traveling again and we have kind of realized that people are stoked about these fun squad competitions that we do so we've kind of kept this inter-squad teams uh, going. So It's a fun, unique way to do it. It's that pivoting word that we kept having to use in 2020, and here we are using it now and seeing how much it worked. I absolutely love that. Well, it's part of our sport. It's a scored sport, and a lot of people do not realize how we score our sports. So I have no have, idea how cross-country is scored, if you want to lay that out, too. I will, but and we have <laughs> so if we have eight squads of, let's say, seven or eight, w- once we finish this race tomorrow, they will, they will score themselves and the teams and see which squad actually won the meet. Uh, Ricky, do you want to talk about scoring a little bit? Yeah, Ricky, explain scoring to me in cross-country. I know how track works. I can explain track and field to you right now. No idea how cross-country scores. Ooh, okay. I'm not the best scorer. We can help you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but um, it's, it, it's essentially like golf. You're, like, you're trying to get the lowest amount of points possible, and certain amount of points are assigned to certain um, finishing positions and amongst a team. Do you want to talk about that more, Mary? Well, if you are on a... Let's just say you're running for Thunder Mountain, for example, and Zach's running for JD, and I'm running for Haynes. Okay. And let's say Ricky's first, Zach's second, and I'm third. He's one point, Zach's two, and I'm three. The fourth place is four. The fifth place is five. So you score your top five runners. And, uh, for example, a perfect score is 15. If if my team comes in for second, third, fourth, and fifth, that's the lowest score, that's the lowest you, can score get. you can get. I get that. Yes. Okay, I yes. never realized this. So that's this. the reason we work on pack running and pace running and working together um, because it helps us push each other. We all know that the more we all work and the more we all support each other, every single one of our athletes contributes to creating the strongest and fastest varsity squad. That squad... Um, continues to change if your team's a little deep. Um, Ricky, let's just say we're on the same team here, and we're running kind of together in workouts. Ricky might come in before me tomorrow, but I know that I'm kind of I'm training with him. So in two weeks, I'm really going to try to get Ricky. So one of my favorite cross-country quotes by Johnny Elliott, um, who graduated, is, because this is the, the core of our sport, I love it when I'm having a great race and a teammate passes me. That means we're having a good day out here. You know, no, that's really special. I love that. Real quick, as we're wrapping this up, let's remind people one more time how they can come support the teams tomorrow. They can come run in the open race. That's everyone. Um, we will have an acknowledgement of um, ancestral lands around nine thirty tomorrow um, at the totem. Before that starts, so nine thirty. That race is at nine forty-five. And then the girls race at 10.30, the boys at 11. Uh, We love our course, you can get out there. Um, It's a loop course so people can see folks come by two, three times depending on where they are. So show up, cheer. And, um, yeah, bring your cowbells and, and <laughs> yes, bring Yes, please bring the cowbells. I want to thank Mary for coming in here today. She is your head coach for the JDHS track team. We've got a couple assistants, Zach Purcell here, and we got Goose Tahina as well. He's an assistant. And I want to thank you three for coming into the studio today, previewing your season for me, and good luck race on tomorrow. Thank you. Thanks. <laughs> Remember, you can download past episodes of Capital Chat over at KINYradio.com.